first, we're just going to get started talking a little bit about what rancher life entails. I know that you work on Rancho San Julian, and it's a huge ranch, 14,000 acres. So what does like a typical day there look like for you? Goodness. Well, definitely one of the things I love about ranching is that every single day is different. Um, It's really just dependent on the time of year and what's going on on the ranch. Really, it's almost every every time of year seems to be a super busy one right now where it's calving season. So um, all the mother cows are having their babies. So it's just like a really sweet time of year on the ranch and a really beautiful time. Also, it's uh, we have a really big garden on the ranch and this time of year, of course, in Santa Barbara County, this is kind of like the harvest season, the biggest time of year when so much produce is available and ready to go. So it's a really um, special place. I, you know, I was born and raised on this ranch, Rancho San Julian. Um, it's been in my family. I'm a seventh generation. It's been in our family since um, 1837. So, um, you know, our family has had this for a long time and really are um, dedicated and we're all dedicated to taking care of the land. That's really lovely. Do you already have your own show? But now that you're making this cookbook, I want to ask you what kind of inspired you or motivated you to take it from a show to like a book with the recipes that anyone can kind of read and use when they're making something? You know, I am just a rancher who loves to cook. I'm not a trained chef. I am a person, though, who just loves being in the kitchen, loves the creativity around cooking and loves simple, fresh foods. And one of the things um, that I have wanted to do with the show Ranch to Table, that's on HBO, uh, excuse me, on Max, but also with this cookbook, The Ranch Table. It's my first cookbook. So I really wanted to share an entire year on the ranch and what that feels like. And, you know, being from California, just the idea of all the seasons throughout an entire year and all the events that go along with the year and then all the food. And so um, I really kind of wanted to make this almost more of a storytelling, something that really felt more of that, that it was telling a story of food on the ranch and something also that it's just very simple food and easy and accessible. And my hope with the book is that, you know, it will bring more joy to people in the kitchen and get people in the kitchen and having fun and enjoying um, being in the kitchen and not feel stressed out. Yes, as as someone who cannot cook, um, I appreciate that very much. And then you kind of mentioned this a little bit already, but what does it mean to kind of, you know, follow the seasons in terms of cooking or follow, quote unquote, the land's rhythm? I find that I'm inspired seasonally. It doesn't mean that I won't eat, you know, tomatoes in the winter if I must. I love a tomato, but I want, um, but I do love cooking seasonally because it just is more inspiring. You know, what is the, what's fresh, what's available. It's one of the reasons why I also love canning because I love to be able to, you know, save that season in a jar and I can use it throughout the entire year. I really wanted to make this um, a book that people could feel like these ingredients were really accessible throughout a year and also really be fun to make. Cool. Um, And then moving on to kind of the recipes themselves, do you have a favorite recipe um, or like a favorite tradition 
These are all my favorite recipes. Um, because though it's October, I might say I love the um, my apple pie. I have a really delicious apple pie with a ginger crust. And there's honey drizzled inside the pie with the apples. And it's just such a delicious recipe. I, I love apple pie. So it's it's a really great recipe. Oh my God, I can literally imagine it. <laughs> and then have any of these recipes been passed down to you or are they entirely your own? Like, um, do you consider cooking that's been something that's been in your family or is this kind of a new aspect that you've added to the ranch life? It's definitely been something that's been passed down. My grandfather, one of the things that he left me was his index cards that are full of all of these beautiful um, recipes that he collected over his lifetime. And it's something that I love being able to pass down recipes. I think, I think sharing recipes is such a, is a huge gift. And it's also a way of connecting throughout the generations. Just to imagine so many years, like seven generations is a really long time. And to have that passed down over so many years, that's really special, I feel. And then I was kind of going to ask you a question about that as well, because you are or like you have been part of this ranch um, for so many generations. Have you always been kind of excited to continue this legacy or do you ever feel some kind of pressure because so many of your family members have been continuing this tradition? There is definitely a a huge responsibility to be able to take care of this land. It's something that, yes, I was born into, something that I have responsibility. And so does my family have responsibility to take care of this land. Um, But always our goal is to make it better for the next generation. So over years, you know, just this ranch will become stronger and healthier over, over many, many years. What does that look like, like just in terms of taking care of the land or the animals or like what does it mean to make the land a better place? Definitely. Such a good question. Um, there's a very hot word. It's regenerative agriculture. Um, it's a word that is people, which is so amazing. It's great that people are being able to really think about it now and understand more what that means. But taking care of the land meaning you know, rotational grazing, what can we do with the cattle, how the cattle can help the land by moving them into different pastures. Just the way that we move the cattle throughout the ranch um, and let pastures rest, they become stronger and you can really see it in the grasses the next year. We're, We're here to stay on the ranch. And so the whole point is to make it a better place and to make it stronger. Being able to, you know, make sure that we keep up with the roads, keeping up with, um, we have a fish ladder. We're working with an environmental group about, you know, really trying to do all of these different things on the ranch that will support the wildlife, the cattle, the animals, and the people. And I think that, um, you know, most ranches all across the United States, you know, they're really doing amazing work, really hard work, especially these these ranches that are have been able to remain in a family. I think it's a very important thing to be able to keep these in families, mainly because the whole point is to make it better, to be good for the land. It's good for the land that it remains because we are always trying to make it better. Would you say it's important for people and consumers to learn a little bit more about kind of where their food is coming from and the process and how it's grown? So many more people are really being interested in it and want to be involved and want to understand where their food is coming from. And so 
That's a really wonderful thing. I did farmer's markets. I've done farmer's markets for the last 16 years. It's a ton of work and there's really farmer's markets wherever you live. There's all, they're all over the place. And so being able to go and meet your farmer and understand what they're growing and have fun with it. Yeah, it reminds me of we have a small garden back home. And during the summer, we get so much just, you know, zucchini and tomatoes to the point where we're just giving it away. Yes. As a young girl, I was always so confused by my friends. Parents were so happy about it. I was like, I'm giving them a bag of tomatoes. It's not really anything special. And they would be so just overjoyed because they're like, wow, it's so cool that you have all this produce just to give away to people. Yeah, it's so fun. And even if it's as small as, you know, not everybody has the space, but even if it's as small as, you know, like having a little herb garden in your kitchen or like little places where that you can have that connection. I think it's great for kids to be involved more, you know, with the cooking. And I feel like they eat so much more um, whenever they're involved. I have two little boys and I just always find that whenever they're helping with the cooking, they love the meal even more. And then do you have any advice for people that are kind of just getting interested in cooking or just getting started and don't really know what to do first? I would just say have fun in the kitchen and put all the things that you love together. To me, I feel like cooking is really, it should be fun. It should be enjoyable. Um, It should be something that's relaxed. My mother is Italian. I grew up really in a relaxed kitchen environment. I didn't go to culinary school. I am just a person who loves to cook and I love food and I love that connection with food. And so I find that my advice would be just have fun with it and cook for others and enjoy the time together when you are able to cook for people. I think food is something that really does connect us all. I just love being a part of that. And then my last question is maybe kind of silly, but um, as a like silly questions. <laughs> as a struggling college student with a very small budget for food. Yes, um, yes I was there. <laughs> yes, I feel like a lot of the times I'm just sticking stuff in the microwave and then I eat it and then I'm like, okay, that was kind of gross. So do you have any kind of tips or some sort of advice for people with kind of lower budgets that want to kind of cook in this healthy connecting way? I used to make all the time when I lived in New York on zero budget, this uh, rigatoni with sausage, eggplant, basil, and mozzarella. But it was a really delicious meal that I would make this big pot of. And then we would always have it throughout the week. I am a big believer in cooking a large meal and then having it throughout the week and being able to enjoy it different ways on salads or whatever. Sometimes bigger is better especially when you are in college, you're busy. You don't have enough time to do a ton, a ton. So sometimes it's good to just have like one afternoon a week, spend a little time, do a big meal and have it throughout the week. Yes, like like a Sunday afternoon ritual, I feel like. (laughs) I think it's quite perfect. (laughs) And then is there anything else you'd like to add? I'm just really excited that um, we're finally out. The Ranch Table, it's very exciting. It's my first book. It's available wherever books are sold. I am doing an event at the Presidio Chapel in Santa Barbara on Saturday the 7th at 5.30. All are welcome. And we're just going to talk about the book and ranch life. And it's going to be fun. For more information about Poets Cookbook, television series, or book tour, please visit www.theranchtable.com. With KCSV News, I'm Jennifer Zwiegel.